Welcome to Fertility Help Hub's podcast. I'm Eloise, the founder and editor, and each week we bring you expert interviews, reader stories, holistic products, and more. Subscribe to our podcast for free so you never miss an episode. Hello, today I am being joined by a surrogate who has been a surrogate once with US Surrogacy LLC and her name is Grace Stewart and she's here today to tell us her story. Welcome Grace. Hi, so glad to be here. Thank you so much for coming on to speak with me today. I'm excited to have this conversation uh, as I have donor-conceived children myself. And so it's always interesting to hear other people's roots to parenthood and more stories uh, using third-party reproduction. I love that as well. And also find it fascinating, although I've done it before. So please introduce yourself and then I would love to ask you some questions. Sure, absolutely. So my name is Grace. I am 37 years old. I live in California in the US. And I am a married mom of two, I call them tweenagers, one's 11 and one's 14. And I work full time outside the home. And I was a surrogate last year. I carried a baby for an international set of parents. And I just love the process so much. I'm so happy to chat with you about it today. And I've been partnering a lot with US Surrogacy LLC to support them in their surrogate outreach. So the more people we can teach about surrogacy and get them involved, the better. So again, so happy to be here with you. I think it's such a selfless act to be a surrogate. And so um, I'm fascinated to have this conversation. The first thing that I would love to ask you is uh, what made you become a surrogate? How did you look into it? And ultimately, how did you decide to work with US Surrogacy LLC? Sure. Well, I'll start with the why. Uh, so I, I loved being pregnant so much, but our family is complete, um, fortunately and unfortunately. So I always wanted to have that experience again, but wasn't going to get it creating my own child. And over the years, especially the last, I'd say five to seven years, I've known so many people in my life who struggled to create a family of their own. And it's truly heartbreaking to watch somebody go through that when you know they have so much love to give and so badly want to share that with a human being that they create. So after a while, it occurred to me, oh, I can get this win-win experience. I can be a surrogate and be pregnant again and get that experience out of it. And then I can help another person or a couple create a family. And so, like I said, a win-win. And that was really the why I just wanted that fulfillment of the experience for myself and to be able to give that gift to others. I love helping others. And then when it came to choosing an agency, I know that there's an option to work independently without an agency. However, being a first-time surrogate, I love the fact that an agency kind of takes care of all of the things for you. They have all the connections to fertility clinics, parents, law support, all of those great things. And I, I needed that as a first timer. So I started calling agencies at the beginning of 2020. I must have called at least 20 agencies. And at the time, and we can talk about it later, I had a, a fairly significant amount of weight to lose to qualify to be a surrogate. I was very determined, so I knew I would lose it. But when I shared my weight and current BMI, 
with uh, a lot of the agencies, they would all say, okay, we'll call us back when you've lost the weight and then we'll get started. And US surrogacy was so different. They said, you know what, that's okay. We want to be a part of that journey with you too. So please let's start your application. Let me reach out to you every couple of weeks, see how you're doing. It sounds like you're super motivated. We want to hold your hand while you do this part as well. And that was the only agency that did that. I did also have an acquaintance um, in a town nearby that had utilized U.S. Surrogacy LLC for their uh, most recent journey. So they did give me the recommendation, but I just so appreciated. They were the only ones that offered to support me through that part of the journey. And then, like I said, it was the beginning of 2020. And just a couple months into our process together, we were hit with all of our COVID slowdowns and shutdowns. And so they continued to stay in touch with me, let me know, you know, we're very transparent about what was happening um, in their world with their contacts and how the process was going to continue, but would be slower. And we're very supportive along that process as well. So we all made it through together and I couldn't have asked for a better partner agency to work with. That's amazing. So if you don't mind me asking, what was the time frame from being given that news and losing weight through to being accepted as a surrogate? And what's the criteria for people who are looking to be a surrogate? Um, the real criteria is based on the requirements of the fertility clinics that the parents are working with since it is an IVF process. And so they just want to make sure that the surrogate is in optimal health to carry a child with minimal impact to their own health as well as that of the baby. And so there's some criteria, typically a BMI under 32 or 30 is usually required. Um, Some have age requirements, number of pregnancies that you've been through before, um, and then how many C-sections you've had. Um, So if you've had to deliver via C-section that can impact um, the criteria and a few other things, but those are kind of the key ones. And so I, um, when I started my journey at January 1st, 2020, I had a BMI of 36. So to get down to that 32 was, uh, I'll say a chunk of weight. (laughs) I was very determined, like I said. I was very diligent um, and I was able to meet the BMI requirement within four months time. I was very, I will say strict about my diet, not restrictive, but just strict about my diet and made sure that I partnered with a dietitian and ate appropriately, um, didn't want to under overeat calories and just ate really, really balanced and clean meals that I made myself. And then I worked out every single day actually set a goal for myself to work out every single day of 2020. And I achieved that. (laughs) Phenomenal. So were you conscious that when you got pregnant and it worked that you didn't want to gain that weight back again? You know, after having lost um, such a significant amount of weight, I, um, in total throughout 2020, I ended up overachieving that BMI requirement, I did lose 53 pounds total and was in the best shape of my life. So of course, when I got pregnant, I, it was a little bit of a struggle to have to modify that routine that I had been in. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I knew that really, I had set myself up for a a successful pregnancy. I knew that I was in the best health of my life. I knew that if I at least sustained a regular exercise routine 
and was mindful of what I ate, not only for myself, but also the baby that I was carrying, that I would come out of the pregnancy in an optimal state to really get back to where I was before. And slowly but surely, we're getting there. I'm about five months postpartum and and we'll get there. It's just a little bit different now than it was before. Wow, you're only five months postpartum. What a fascinating story. Um, So I want to know a little bit more about deciding factors. How did it happen that you came home one day and said to your family, "Um, I want to become a surrogate? And also tell us more about how US Surrogacy LLC have held your hand and really supported you through the whole journey. I discussed it with my husband first, and he was surprised, but not too surprised. I'm definitely one that will take on a project that maybe I haven't tried before and will give it my 110% until I'm successful. So when I shared this with him, he, he was very supportive and very excited. He said, well, I know you've always wanted to be pregnant again, and what a way for us to help somebody else. And there were never really any questions from him other than um, how, when, and who's helping us. (laughs) And then as far as my children are concerned, we, a couple weeks after I talked to my husband, we sat down for a family dinner, uh, which does not always happen for us. I'll be totally real. We don't always get the opportunity to sit down and eat a meal together, um, but we made sure that we were doing so to have this conversation. And I shared what surrogacy is. So this is a couple of years ago. So I think my kids were nine and 12 at the time and shared what my thoughts were and why I was doing it, what a surrogate does, how it helps others. And I asked them for their questions and concerns. I let them know that it was probably not going to change my plans, but that I would like to make sure that they had all the information so that they felt comfortable with what we were doing really as a family. And I'll say that my son had the most questions. Like I said, he was probably around nine and how babies grow to him was already a mystery. So we, we had a lot of learnings along the way, along the pregnancy. I was able to, um, once I was pregnant and the, the fetus was developing, I was able to download an app that shows you along the way what the baby looks like and how it's developing. And I was able to share that with him every week. And throughout the whole process, he got more and more comfortable. And then when the baby was actually born, he was so excited, both my children were, that we were able to give that gift to their parents. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit more about the matching process. Once you'd lost all of that weight and you were able to move forward, what happened next? Um, How did the matching process work with the intended parents through US Surrogacy LLC? They typically have somebody at an agency who plays a matchmaker. And I will give our matchmaker at US Surrogacy huge props. Her name was Marin. And she presented my profile to the intended potential intended parents and presented their profile to me. And both of our profiles um, loosely shared who we were, a bit about our background, um, what we like to do for fun, a few of our our thoughts on life, kind of our, our philosophies that we, and then what we were looking for in a partnership with our intended parents or surrogate and vice versa. And there's a few questions that they ask you that everybody has to be on the same page before it can truly be a match. 
but we, we were a preliminary match. So she set up an interview, a, a meet and greet via zoom for all of us. And I was really mesmerized by them on the first meeting and just could not wait to work with them more. And from what I understand, the feeling was mutual. So it was a successful match meeting. We were all on the same page with those um, real specific questions that we have to answer. And I could not have asked for a better set of parents. I know that if it had not been a match, if we had not really vibed during that meeting, that we could have rematched with somebody else and that would have been fine. But I feel so super lucky to have the intended parents that I got. So tell us a little bit more about the intended parents. Did you get to meet them in person? And what was their reason for needing to use a surrogate? Yeah, my intended parents are a same-sex couple, uh, a male couple from Israel. So they're international. I'm in the U.S. and they're in Israel. So we were unable to meet in person until they came out for the birth of the baby. Um, But we definitely kept in touch via video call very, very often. Um, But they, they obviously cannot create a family on their own. And then as far as working with the U.S. to get a surrogate um, at the time, though this has changed since they went through the process, uh, surrogacy was not an option for a same-sex couple in Israel. So they had to go outside of their country to find a gestational carrier. And I'm so lucky they found me. That's so cool. Um, So tell us a little bit more about the kind of medical side of things. How did that work? Um, What was done in a clinic in America? Um, How was, did it work with the egg donor and embryos being shipped, etc.? And also, how did US surrogacy kind of hold your hand through that part of the process too? Most of that groundwork was done prior to us matching So after getting to know them, I learned that they had utilized an anonymous egg donor, I believe through their fertility clinic, ORM fertility based out of Oregon in the US. And um, ORM has a satellite facility in Israel. So they were able to connect with ORM there. However, the actual clinic is in the US. So once they made the decision to move forward with ORM, they made a trip themselves to Oregon and delivered their specimens, if you will say that. And the embryos were created there. And then I, uh, when I was going through the pre-matching process, I had to be preliminarily cleared via my medical records through the fertility clinic. So, and that's ORM fertility so that we would know that we could move forward with both parties. And that's where I had my embryo transfer and they were the ones that set up all the I. IVF protocols for me. Amazing. Um, and so in terms of the reasons people become a surrogate, do you think that there is a stigma attached to it and that people assume that uh, women are purely doing it for monetary reasons? I feel like it could go both ways. Uh, you, Most surrogates are compensated and I myself was compensated. And that was a consideration for me in becoming a surrogate. But once once we really started the process, it it became such a small piece of the entire puzzle. It really was about doing something for someone else. And in talking to others, the first question from almost everyone I talked to was not, how much are you getting paid or are you getting paid? Um, so 
I don't know if that that stigma is really top on the on the priorities when someone is wondering about surrogacy in general. Um, and if it is, they probably aren't saying it out of politeness, but I'm, I'm sure it's there because it's something that I thought about going into the process, but most were asking questions. Um, actually I, I had a lot more questions about the, the operational process of it all versus why are you doing it or are you getting paid and things like that. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I also think that, you know, the way the world is moving forward, people are becoming more accepting and it's becoming a bit more of a norm to build families in different ways and not be shameful for that. Um, so I think it's it's incredible that these options exist. Right. And I I think about all of the the celebrities or high profile individuals that we come across on our social media, which almost everyone is on that are sharing the fact that they made their family through a surrogate. And I think that that has shed so much light on the option in the process, not only for those who are thinking about becoming a surrogate, but for those who may need a surrogate to create their family. And tell us a bit more about the intended parents. I'm fascinated by this and the relationship that you had or have with them. How did you get to know each other? What was your relationship like? What's it like now? Um, And what was it like in the lead up to the birth? Tell us all. I feel that we communicated quite a bit. Uh, It was at least once a week via chat. We utilized WhatsApp um, for free, anytime chatting. Of course, there is a little bit of a challenge with the time difference. They're about 10 hours ahead of where I am in California. And then we did make it a point to utilize FaceTime or Zoom to chat uh, via video so we could have that bit more of a personal connection as often as possible. I would say at least once every three weeks, we were able to have a video chat And we really just spent time talking about our lives. Of course, we talked about the baby, um, but really we talked about what was happening in our lives and, and just connecting. It was never a difficult conversation with them, which I so appreciate. I feel like, especially given what I do for work, I can chat with anybody. I work in um, a retail environment, so there's always new people coming in to chat with. And I love that. So getting to know them may have been a bit easier for that reason, but they were very willing to, to come from their side with the same amount of, of love and respect and interest in our lives. When I say ours, I mean mine and my family's. And so when we finally got to meet in person, it was about a week before the baby arrived and it it was magical being able to finally meet and give a huge hug to these people who really are part of our family. And what was the birth like? Well, the birth was uh, a little bit different, especially due to um, the impact that COVID had. We were experiencing a little bit of a surge here. The baby was born in October. So we had just come off our September COVID surge here in California. And so uh, I did have, I had a C-section. This was my third C-section. Both of my own children were born via C-section. So that unfortunately was the only option, but also the safest option for bringing their baby Earthside. And so uh, I had my husband in the operating room with me and uh, she was born screaming, 
which was not surprising because this was the most active baby that I have carried out of the three, the other two being my own. And so she came out ready to take on the world. And we got to see her for a moment in the operating room and say hello. And then she was, she was very healthy. So she was quickly whisked away to meet her parents in a separate room. And then unfortunately, due to COVID, we were unable to really meet and spend time together until after we had all exited the hospital three days later. And I got to go officially meet the little person that had been kicking soccer balls everywhere in my belly for nine months. And really the most magical part of the birth and the meet and greet process afterwards was watching the parents with their new baby. We did a really special photo shoot a few weeks later. My mom is a professional photographer, so she gifted us a really amazing photo shoot. And to see those parents and how much they love their baby, it's making me a little bit emotional right now. It it was so amazing. And that was one of my favorite days that we got to spend together, that photo shoot. Honestly, hearing this story is making me want to be a surrogate. Um, And so I just wanted to ask for anyone listening who is intrigued or interested in potentially looking into becoming a surrogate, what advice would you give to them? Ask all the questions, number one. And there's there's so many ways. I, I think when we think about trying to locate somebody else to connect with who has been a surrogate, it can be quite daunting. But really... There are so many Instagram handles out there, um, individuals who have been surrogates that are, like myself, more than happy to share their story. But find someone who's been a surrogate, whether that's a gestational carrier um, or I know there are traditional surrogates out there, though gestational carrier is more common. So find someone, make a connection ask all the questions, ask all the questions of the agencies that you might want to work with. Um, There are agency review sources uh, on places like Facebook as well. So just do all the research so that you feel as comfortable as possible going into the process. But there's so much information out there, podcasts like this one, that can help you in making that decision. But don't be afraid of it. There there's so much information and it's such an amazing opportunity. Really sound advice. Thank you very much, Grace. And for anyone who is interested, please do reach out to US Surrogacy LLC. I'm linking up their details here so that you can contact them directly. They'd be more than happy to answer any questions. Um, And then my last question, what advice would you have, Grace, for intended parents? Everybody is going to be different and everyone's approach and relationship that they would like with their surrogate is going to be different. But with that being said, communication is key. So take the time to connect with your potential surrogate or your surrogate once you've matched and uh, keep an open mind. I think that that's important for everybody, not just intended parents, Um, but make sure that that connection is there and everyone will get the best experience out of it. Thank you so much, Grace. It's been fantastic speaking to you and hearing your story. Thank you.